0: Okay, in case you didn't know it, it's uh, Saturday night, and in case you don't know what you're listening to, you're listening to Living on a Thin Line on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com right now exclusively. In a couple minutes, you're going to be joined by two other services, one being YouTube, the YouTube channel Comedy Schools carries Living on a Thin Line, and of course, Facebook Live carries Living on a Thin Line, but you're here exclusively right now. We want to tell you to not forget to get tickets tomorrow. For the great Tony Visick Presents Sunday Night's Funnier Mother's Day Edition starring Diane Miner. Go to my Facebook page, Tony Visick, V-I-C-I-C-H, and you'll be able to find a link to purchase tickets. I don't know, I believe, is there a link yet up on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com for tomorrow night's show? There's not, but we're going to get one up tonight. We'll get one up tonight. There is one on ComedySchools.com, so it's easy to purchase tickets. So we're telling you guys about it first before we tell our friends on YouTube and they're gonna be joining us right about now. Right about now, Funk Soul Brothers. Uh, we always gotta wait for a thumbnail. We gotta smile, and it spins around. And we gotta hold this smile like this forever. <laughs> and then it gets us, and oftentimes it gets us when we're not smiling, so that's kinda of weird. But We're gonna go live on YouTube right now. Bada bing! All right, so it's spinning around and it says we're going live and we are live, going live still on YouTube, but now we're live, live on YouTube. Hello to our YouTube watchers throughout the world. And now, ladies and gentlemen, one final touch. We're going to say hi to our Facebook Live uh, viewers as well. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Tony Visick. Your name is whatever you want it to be tonight. It's uh, the night before Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We will be on tomorrow at 2 p.m., so Cheryl, can you adjust this screen a little bit? It's kind of got cutting off my head. Bring it the other way. Bring it the other way. There, there we go. All right, now my head's not cut off on YouTube. Uh, you don't want to have a cut off head on YouTube. Uh, my name's Tony Visick. Thank you very much for uh, uh, th- thank you very much for tuning in tonight. Uh, I got a great show for you. We decided when we started doing this that we were going to do it uh, every uh, day at two p.m which we have done since the quarantine began, every day at 2 p.m. And now uh, uh, we also chose that on Saturday nights, that on 7 p.m. What I'm looking at right now is on YouTube, it says your connection is unstable. Please wait while we try reconnecting. So I don't know if we're actually, yeah, it says we're live. What the hell? So um, I'm not going to bother myself with that. Okay, it's Saturday night. It's the Saturday night show. This is the show where we put on a jacket, we put on long pants. I'm not going to stand up and prove it to you but I'm wearing long pants. Um, I did not succumb. I did not succumb totally to the uh, just wearing pajama bottoms for weeks on end that um, I did for a while, but then I just started wearing shorts. It's summer and that is, uh, that is uh, you, can, you can actually get, I think, tuxedos in um, the greater Phoenix area in the summer that uh, come with shorts, like a tuxedo outfit with a pair of shorts. But uh, I did wear shorts and wear them most of the time because it's summer and it's hot uh matter of fact there'll come a point where most of the time just running around in swimming suit trunks because uh we do have a pool in the backyard and we're grateful for that and we're going to be grateful for you and all of you when you watch this show uh like i said tonight is the saturday night special glad you're here uh we build this show around three uh, simple things one is interaction with you as you come on we uh talk about we talk to you we uh answer your questions what we're noticing, which is kind of uh, wild, is a lot of people are then tuning in afterwards. And then they're still making comments and posts. And we really, really, really uh, appreciate that. So even if you're not on when we're on live, please come on and make comments and post. I watched uh, part of something this evening that was so cool. And it's given me some ideas that I'm not going to talk about now. But I will be talking about in the coming weeks. My good friend, uh, Doug Starks. Uh, Doug Starks. Doug uh, Starks. Uh, who I've known almost since I got in the comedy business in 1986 uh, is now an artist in residence at the uh, Coach House in San Juan Capistrano. Doug Stark's very funny comic, brilliant impersonator, uh, great singer, is now a comic and host in residence at the Coach House in San Juan Capistrano. And even though they can't have audiences right now, they're doing a live streaming variety show that he's hosting. And I watched some of it. Uh, I'm gonna post. I posted it on on my Facebook page. How to be able to connect. I'm going to post it again later on tonight. And when they do it next Saturday night, you want to catch it. Professional, professional uh, production with some great bands and some great comics and a great host, Doug Starks. So that was kind of cool to watch this live streaming event. It gave me ideas. Entertainment is going to be constantly evolving and moving in all sorts of different directions in the coming uh, weeks and months. Uh, We are doing currently, we're doing this and we're doing workshops on Zoom, and we're also doing uh, comedy shows on Zoom. Uh, Are there drawbacks? Yes. People go, it's not perfect. But you know what? There was a lot of drawbacks to doing comedy and stand-up comedy clubs too, let's be honest. There were some clubs where there was horrible sound system, absentee owners, uh, uh, not well-promoted, horrible acoustics, uh, bad bookings. Uh, It made for a very oftentimes negative experience in a comedy club so that wasn't perfect either okay so when people go well what's it like on zoom i go you know what it's like it is on zoom it is a totally unique experience and uh, i'm so excited for all the uh, budding artists newer artists uh, who are um, uh, in their growth phase of uh, their stand-up careers in the growth phase of their creativity are learning how to be able to reach out to audiences through uh, social media apps, through Google and Meetup and uh, Facebook Live and Zoom. And I don't want to say I feel sorry for but I I think I got to question those, especially a lot of guys in my generation, go, I'm going to wait until, wait until what? Wait until what? There are people that want to see something wonderful now. So we've been doing live shows on Zoom. Uh, Are they perfect? No, but are they pretty good? You're darn right they are. Okay, And like I said, a lot of times the comedy club experience was far from perfect as well. Uh, We will uh, be monitoring the situation as it moves forward, as it begins to make sense to possibly be doing uh, shows in front of some sort of live audience, some sort of hybrid between a social media show and a live show. Uh, We'll be moving forward with that. But right now we're very happy and very grateful uh for everything that we've been able to accomplish up to this point tomorrow night tomorrow night 7 p.m i got a great show and you want to buy a ticket for this first off the tickets you buy the money the majority of the money goes two places a to the performers on the show so we're getting the performers paid and b to uh, local food banks here in my area so the majority of the money only 10 bucks mother's day special very funny comic diane minor uh along with uh, also very funny performers uh, Manny, the soccer dad, and Mr. Marriage himself, Joe Gannon, and with a special introduction uh, for Diane by her son, Travis. Okay, so uh, we got that going. So tonight, what are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, the whole idea of the show is interacting with you. Uh, D- uh, DJ Payne said, remind me not to come over to your house in the summer because I'm running around in swimming trunks. Yeah, well, I don't know, DJ, if I want to see you uh, run around in uh, uh, swimming trunks either. <laughs> so uh, anyway... Um Here's the thing: We build the show around interactions with you, and also uh, uh, with knickknack, paddywhacks, uh, memorabilia, trinkets that I have here around the office. The idea being, let's make old things new again, as our ability to uh, have stimulation becomes smaller because there's no sports, and there's no events, and there's no nightclubs, etc. Uh, that we have to find things uh, to. Uh, you know, uh, keep us keep our interest now. So I've been going through all kinds of stuff, showing you some of my memorabilia, showing you some of my autographs. I want to show you something kind of fun here. Uh, I just kind of found this. Uh, this was something. Hello, Robert Morgan. Hello, Alan. Hello, Abhinav. I want you to look at this right here. There's two of them here. So uh, it's hard to see on Facebook Live, I know, because of the mirror image, but I'm just showing it to you. Showing it to you here on YouTube as well. Okay, the lighting's kind of weird. So what is it? It's a ticket but it's not really a ticket, okay? It looks like a ticket, though. Look at that. Look at that. So what does that say? It says improv.com. The name of the show is Best of the West at the Tempe Improv, the next generation of comedy. January 26th, 2012, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. 18 plus, first come, first served. The Best of the West comedy series showcases the top up-and-coming comedians throughout the Southwest. See, the next generation now See the best of the West. And it says, more than a show and an event, comedyschools.com, admit one. This was actually free shows that we were doing at the Tempe Improv in 2012, uh, which was right at the beginning of the end of the 2008-2009 um, the, uh, financial crisis. Right at the beginning of the end of the 2008-2009 financial crisis, which was a crisis that, um, while right now the unemployment numbers are larger Uh, And the damage seems to be greater. Uh, I'm hoping, and I'm not an economist, I'm not a politician, I'm a guy talking to you on your phone right now. Uh, My hope is that we will see that V shaped recovery. Uh, The uh, financial collapse of 2008 2009 took longer. We were at the Tempe Improv from about 2010 to about uh, the summer of 2012, where we did a lot of their promotions for them and put on a lot of their shows. This was a promotional ticket to a free show. But the cool thing is, you see the circle there? It says, scratch here to see prize. Scratch here to see prize. And the fun for us was it wasn't a scratch. It was just something we put there. And people would scratch out and go, doesn't work for me, doesn't work for me. So that was our little inside joke that we had. But uh, here's what I'm telling you, is that um, if you've been around long enough, and uh, I don't want to say, if you've been around long enough... If you've been around long enough, you've seen a lot of ups and downs and uh, things always do come back. Uh, we were brought into the Tempe Improv around 2010 to help them build up when no one could afford the ticket prices for shows at some of the top clubs in the nation. And we kind of uh, uh, instituted a program and some policies that begin to f- that began to fill that showroom up. Uh, and I would be bereft of any sort of decency If I didn't mention the wonderful man who owned the Tempe Improv, Mark Anderson, who uh, launched so many careers, launched the Tempe Improv, launched the improv chain, not the improv itself, that was done by uh, the great Bud Friedman, but uh, launched the Tempe Improv chain, all the great Tempe, all the great improv clubs throughout the United States. Uh, He had a hand in creating, and we were fortunate to work with him during that time. So that's just a little memento we wanted to show you tonight. And just to tell you that uh, when things looked bleak and things were bleak then, we were, they had never given away tickets to a show at the Tempe Improv until the financial collapse of 2008, 2009, going into 2010. And then we gave them away to everyone, and people came out in droves because they still wanted to do something nice. And wonderful things will happen again soon. But right now we got to stay safe. You know, the safer we stay for just a little while longer, the sooner we'll be able to get back to some wonderful stuff, all right? Okay, hello, Mike Munley, my old friend, Diane Howell, all you great people there. We also talk about music tonight, all right? And what I do is I recommend two artists uh, based on my vast vinyl collection, and I never thought of it as a vast vinyl collection until I started looking at it, and it's pretty damn vast, and it's pretty varied, okay? Either I have uh, um, a great uh, and deep appreciation of all kinds of music, or I've got musical ADD. I haven't, I haven't figured it out yet. Maybe I'm nuts. I'm not quite sure. So I got, I've got a few things out here right now for you to look at. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out which ones. I've been doing some pretty esoteric stuff. So uh, let's go with this. Here we go. Boom, 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 boom. What are we looking at there, man? What are we looking at there? Buddy, that is Wailing Live. This was a monster album in the mid-70s. Waylon Jennings, Waylon Jennings, one of the guys who ushered in uh, the outlaw country music. As a matter of fact, the outlaw country music kind of started by Willie Nelson and his 4th of July pic- uh, picnics in Austin, Texas, where you begin to get a hybrid of rockers and country rockers and pure and one time pure country people like uh, Waylon and Willie, Nashville people and San Francisco people. Uh, Abhinav Goyal was welcome. Disco never came back. Disco never died, Abhinav dance music is dance music. It was called dis- disco. Then it's called electronic music. Then it's called EDM music. But if you go into a dance club, oftentimes the music is unique and uh, uh, it might not sell records or it may sometimes sell records, but it's dance music. Dance. And you know what, Abedav? I know right now off camera as you're watching, you're dancing, you're dancing. All right, but I'm going to talk about Waylon. Whalen wasn't, uh, that wasn't dancing music. Waylon Jennings was stomping music, where you just kind of stood around and stomped. Boom, 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 boom. I used to joke that every Wailin' Jennings song ever made started out with this. Boom, 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 boom. There's a song I wrote while I was being raped in prison, where I was convicted of a crime I did not commit. I wrote it for my mama. Boom, 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 boom. I hope you like it. Hello, Tom. For... <laughs> uh, this had some great tunes on it. Wailin' Live. Uh, it had T for Texas, which is a, a, an old Jimmy Rogers uh, a tune. T for Texas, T for Tennessee. Rainy Day Woman, a big hit for uh, Whalen. Me and Paul, a good song, not a hit for him. Last Letter, uh, I don't even remember that song. I'm a Ramblin' Man, another big hit for Whalen. Bob Wills is Still the King, huge hit. Bob Wills is Still the King is a song Whalen wrote because he was pissed off at Willie Nelson. Waylon Jennings wrote, uh, There's a honky-tonk in Texas where they play Western Swing. If you ask the folks down there, Bob Wills is still the king. So what happened was Willie and Whalen, Whalen had gotten pissed off at Willie about something and got sick of everybody going, hey, Willie Nelson's the king of country music. Willie Nelson's the king of country music. So Whalen wrote, Bob Wills is still the king. Huge hit. And after they kind of buried the hatchet, it wasn't a huge fight, Willie called up. Whalen. went, all right, what the hell was that all about? <laughs> went, oh, I'm sorry. Willie, I just pissed off and wrote. He goes, well, it's a good song. Uh, side B was pick up the tempo, another and then another massive hit, another massive hit for uh, uh, Waylon Jennings' "Good Hearted Woman." Then he did a version of "House of the Rising Sun," the great public domain song about a woman forced into prostitution, mostly sang by men for many years. Me and Bobby McGee, Chris Christopherson's a uh, uh, classic piece of uh, Americana, and uh, this time. So if you've never listened to Waylon Jennings, okay, you want to know what that whole era of uh, outlaw around exactly, by the way, Abhinav, when disco was happening, it was almost a reaction to disco. Here was the problem with disco. Can I tell you what the problem with disco was? I'm going to tell you, okay? And it wasn't necessarily the music. The problem was the dancing. And the thing is, is that most white guys, and I'm a white guy, so I'm a, at least I'm an expert on that. I'm not an expert on anything else. We're not good dancers. We're not good dancers at all. And disco required really good dance. If you saw the movie Saturday Night Fever, you went, huh, I can't dance like that. And every girl in America wanted a guy who could dance like that. And the only guys that could really dance like that were guys who liked to dance with other guys. So we all felt horribly inadequate in the disco. See, during the 60s, man, during the 60s, you know, all you had to do was dance. is. <laughs> and that was okay that worked at least you were showing that you were making the attempt okay disco came along you had to know shit okay and then came along country music all right and oddly enough john travolta who ushered in so much disco with uh, a sta- with uh, saturday night fever then did the uh, movie uh uh what was the name of that movie cheryl uh, where he was with the uh, the country movie it was done in texas Oh, uh, damn, why can't we remember the name of that movie? Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. And there, the line dance was kind of made popular. Okay? And you know what? You could do those dances. And that partially made the new wave of country, of outlaw country popular, Cause you could do those real simple, you could just kinda walk around the dance floor with somebody, you could just move around the dance floor with somebody, or you could do some simple line dances and pull it off. So that's why so many people hated disco, cause it made you feel like a dweeb, cause you couldn't do those movements, so then you had to say you hated disco. Cause when I go back and listen to some stuff like Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive, it's a great tune, great tune. Okay, really, really cool uh, song. So a lot of people hated disco, and at the same time, disco was rising up. Outlaw Country was rising up. Punk was rising up. Uh, uh, Some great rock and roll was beginning to uh, bubble up. Guys like John Mellicamp, Tom Petty, The Pretenders, you know, uh, the whole new wave thing was happening. People tend to look at music in the 70s and go, oh, disco, not true, not true. And alternative music, you still had the uh, Grateful Dead doing some vital stuff uh you had like i said coming out of england you had uh, punk and then you had new wave uh tina tina michael says tony used to shake it at the thunderbird club in house Springs, missouri in the late 60s yes i did we had a teen dance club in house springs missouri that was originally called the thunderbird club and uh, i would go down there and dance uh, poorly but it was one of those places where guys all could have stood in the corner like this and while you were dancing guys looked at you like they wanted to kill you and they were trying to intimidate you because they didn't want you to dance because you were dancing with the girls. And they wanted to dance with the girls, but they were too afraid to dance. So they all acted like punks. Not all, but some. Now, later on, uh, the name of that club became the Americana. And a guy named George Guyrag ran it. George Gyrag had run Lockwood Valley uh, Park and Pool, where I had been a lifeguard in the summer of 69. In the summer of 1969, I got a job at a swimming pool. They got to be taking tickets and cooking and sweeping up. And a young guy in his mid-20s named George Guyrog ran it, who turned out to be a, a hell-on-wheels man. And the day it was opening, he was standing there in the morning with a beer in his hand and a cigarette, staring at the pool. And I was standing next to him. I was 13, and he looked at me. He goes, "Can you swim?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Get a whistle. You're a lifeguard." <laughs> and that's how I became a lifeguard for a summer. If you think being a lifeguard in the summer when you were 13 in 1969 was wonderful, it certainly was. There were some things that were not wonderful about it, but that's not what we're talking about tonight. George bought the Thunderbird Club and called it the Americana, and I worked there as well, taking tickets and drinking cherry-flavored slow gin and doing a lot of stuff. I wouldn't want a 13-year-old that I'm involved with uh, as a father or uncle or cousin or anything doing right now, but that place was a hell of a time. So country, uh, outlaw country rose up at the same time as disco, same time that punk was uh, uh, sweeping in from uh, uh, England as new wave was rising up and as alternative music was still happening and a lot of the great things, and Bruce Springsteen, like in 1973 or 74, rising up out of the East Coast. So when a lot of people say music in the 70s sucked, they were wrong. It was some of the best music you ever heard. So that was Wailing. I got another country album here, but I'm not going to go that way. We're going to go across the pond. Let's go across the pond, shall we? And let's talk about this band for a moment. There you go. All right. That's a cool album cover. That's uh, New York City with a, uh, what I would uh, say is best is a middle aged waitress looking quite happy, holding a uh, fountain drink of some sort on the back. She is serving the band. I want to make sure you guys can see that. You can see that there, all right? Super Tramp was a monster English band that the same people who liked outlaw country music, the same people who liked Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson, uh, and the same people who love the Almond Brothers loved Super Tramp. Now, the name of this album was Breakfast in America. Yes, that's right, Mike, and it was a huge hit. Mike, you remember this. A lot of you watch, you remember this. Uh, and here is what was on there. Uh, Take the Long Way Home, great hit for them, Lord is Mine, not a great hit. Just Another Nervous Wreck, not a great hit. Uh, casual Conversation, Child of Vision, Take the Long Way Home, was a huge hit off of this album. Also, uh, Gone Hollywood, The Logical Song, a massive hit for them. Goodbye Stranger, Breakfast American America, Oh Darling. So The Logical Song, When I Was Young, They Told Me Life Was So Wonderful. That was a massive song for them, along with uh, Take the Long Way Home. Super Tramp kind of, in my uh, estimation, kind of defied, kind of defied, I don't know if you can hear that or not, but the ice cream truck's just going by my window. This guy, the ice cream guy, has never stopped through the whole pandemic. I love that guy, okay? At a time when none of us, that couple of few weeks where we weren't even venturing out of the buildings, he still came by. He still came by, and God love him. Uh, Super Tramp, they were prog rock they were part of art rock still, uh, kind of like the end of Prague and art rock, say, uh, where Supertramp and 10CC, uh, bands like that, uh, kind of given a boost by the, still the immense popularity of Pink Floyd. But a great band, two great albums, Crisis What Crisis and Breakfast in America. I highly, highly recommend, if you're looking for uh, something you've never, you've never heard of these people before, to listen to uh, the Logical Song by Supertramp. Or to listen to Waylon Jennings and listen to, I'll tell you the, the things you should YouTube. You should YouTube uh, uh, you should YouTube, um, Good Hearted Woman, okay? Uh, and Bob Wills is still the king. Start there with Waylon Jennings and then uh, see where else it takes you. And, of course, the Super Trap, the logical song, and Take the Long Way Home. Um, so those are the two artists that were spotlighting tonight. I showed you the ticket from, uh, it's funny because I was telling Shirley, I go, I met Shirley, my wife. Who happened to be producer of this show? Crime of the Century, yes, yes. Yes, another great album, Mike, I'm sorry. Um, uh, by Supertramp. Uh, right in the middle of financial crisis. Right in the middle of it. And uh, uh, I was broke. I was bust, uh, I was just thinking about hopping on a train and getting off at some destination. That's where I was. Uh, and she kind of came along and rescued me. Okay? And made me believe in myself again. And uh, if I can help you believe in yourself again, and if you can help me believe in myself again, we've done uh, some enormous things for one another, okay? So, uh, but that went on. It didn't look, we we all thought this is going to go on forever. It's going to be bad. This is the end of America. It's an economic collapse. Oh, my God, Uh, this president, uh, uh, a lot of people didn't like, uh, 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 when it happened, George Bush was president. People hated George Bush. Barack Obama won. Primarily because of the economic collapse. Without it, John McCain would have probably been president. Uh, people had no faith in him; thought he was destroying America. But what pulled it back together were Americans. Americans I like. Americans I don't like. Americans I agree with. Americans I disagree with. It with we all went. We got to do something, and we kept doing stuff. You keep doing stuff. That's what Americans do, man. We do stuff. We don't wait for the old days to come back. We don't wait for things to be like they was. Because they can't. it's the past. And the past should be honored and loved and cherished. I certainly do, much of mine. But we do stuff. We move forward. You keep doing stuff. The uh, other hunk of stuff we got to do tonight is see if we can pick one more person to put on our list of the 10 coolest people ever. Now here's who's still on the list. Okay, uh, and they're going to stay on the list. And When this list is done, I publish it on Facebook, and then I'll let uh, Facebook trolls argue about it because ta- Facebook trolls do love to argue. Uh, Miles Davis, Keith Richards, James Dean, Frank Sinatra, Strangers in the Night, Steve McQueen, Prince, Humphrey Bogart, play it again, Sam. Jack Nicholson, yeah, yeah, tell me. When, you know what, y- your wife gave it to me when she crossed her legs. Johnny Depp, hello, I'm a pirate, okay. Uh, though, no, no, Johnny Depp's not on the list. I apologize. Johnny Depp is not on the list. That name was just down there low, down right below the list. Miles Davis, Keith Richards, James Dean, Frank Sinatra, Steve McQueen, Prince, Humphrey Bogart, and Jack Nicholson. We're looking for one more tonight if we can. Here is your maybe list to choose from Johnny Depp, Lenny Bruce, Bob Dylan, Catherine Hepburn, Denzel Washington, um, uh, Sydney Poitier, Lauren Bacall, Tina Turner, Chuck Norris. I don't think he should be on that list. Uh, very, you know, very, you know, very successful guy. Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Lee, John Kennedy, Richard Pryor, Buddy Rich, me and or my brother, Jerry. Oh! oh, I can't make the announcement. Jerry's not on. I told him yesterday I'd make the announcement, but he's not on. Uh, Elvis, Muhammad Ali. That's how my dad used to say it. Muhammad Ali. He's a good boxer, Muhammad Ali. Billie Holiday, Charles Bronson, Sean Connery, and Dean Martin. Uh, What have I got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got eight. I'm going to put some... uh, I'm getting Denzel. You know what? I'm going to go with a woman, and I'm going to put a woman on tonight. Okay? I'm moving a woman over. She doesn't have the votes, because I don't think enough people are familiar with her. But part of what we're doing with the show is trying to get people familiar with stuff maybe they're not, or I'm going to move... Lady Sings the Blues Herself. Okay. Billie Holiday. I'm moving Billie Holiday over on the list of coolest people ever. Billie Holiday, a stunning vocalist, a woman who uh, had incredible adversity in her life and showed through that adversity and whose voice everyone for years tried to imitate and never could. Her version of God Bless the Child Has Got His Own is heartbreaking. I hold her higher than Etta James. She was. She created the definition of the jazz singer and of the torch singer. She created that, Billie Holiday. So Billie Holiday is going on our list of the 10 coolest people ever. Tina and Mike Lawson say Linda Lovelace. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to put it down, okay? Some people might go, that sucks. Uh, But that's a bad joke right there. Uh, Billie Holiday is going on the list, our first... Uh, And uh, probably a shortage that we're not doing this. Our first uh, um, uh, woman on the list, uh, if you don't count Prince. So, we now have nine, nine, number nine, number nine. Nine people on our list of coolest people ever. We're looking for one final one. Okay, so in the next couple of days, you can nominate someone else or you can vote for someone else. Right now, of all the votes, Dean Martin has the most votes. You know, and it almost makes sense to put Dean Martin on, but then it's almost a little unfair to put two people from the Rat Pack. Mike Mundley says Little Richard. Little Richard, uh, and God rest his soul, uh, went on today. Um, uh, I don't know. It wasn't from uh, COVID. It wasn't from coronavirus. Uh, but uh, he, uh, I think he had heart failure, 87 years old. You know, the weird thing is with so many of our icons, and the people who came before my generation, Little Richard, uh, uh, burst forth in the 50s when I was just an infant, you know So he wasn't part of my teenage experience in that way Someone became familiar with a little later on and loved his music uh, They have been with us so long That that's what seems odd about them going now Because if someone who has been around before you Is still around when you're in your 50s you Think this guy's going to be around forever The great Little Richard went on today 87 years old Such great songs Tutti Frutti Long Tall Sally uh, he's gone. I don't know that he'd be on the cool list because cool isn't what he did. What he did was outrageous. What he did was outlandish. What he did was flamboyant. What he did was wonderful. Was epic showmanship. Okay, he and Jerry Lee Lewis b- made piano players sexy. Okay, so uh, uh, I'll put him on the maybe list. I will. Okay, uh, he'll go on there. I'm gonna put him. On. I'm gonna write it down. It's getting down little Richard. Okay. We're coming to the end of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, Once again, my friend Doug Starks just has the coolest show uh, coming out of uh, uh, the Coach House in San Juan, Capistrano. There's a link on my Facebook page. Uh, Scroll through and you'll see. I think they do another show next Saturday night. Very professionally done. Love him. A lot of people are doing a lot of wonderful things right now on social media. That's what we do, you guys. We don't lay down. We don't quit. They tell us we can't go outside. We find great stuff to do inside. All right? They tell us we can only go so many places, we make the best of it. Americans do stuff. It was Americans that pulled us out of the Depression. It's Americans that pulled us, we pulled ourselves out of the Depression. We pulled ourselves out of the recession. We will pull ourselves out of this. By thinking of one another, taking care of one another, and doing stuff. Acting on our ideas. The Coach House has no audience right now, but they still put on one hell of a show tonight okay, and live-streamed it, all right, we have no club to perform in right now, all right, but we're doing shows on Zoom, we have no place to teach our classes, but we're doing it on Zoom, and lo and behold, people from all over the country are joining, people from all over the country, people who couldn't join us before because we were live, you had to come to a building that we were in here in Arizona, um, we were just getting ready to expand in a backwards way. We we're going to do workshops in St. Louis and New York and Los Angeles. And I was going to travel those cities on a regular basis. Seemed like a good idea. And this happened. And instead, we still, had the, we still had the expansion. We still had the expansion. Because now we're expanding through the world of social media to you, to our friends nearby. In my workshops, I have a woman in Australia and a guy who lives across the street. When I look out the window, when Shirley's sitting at the window, she can look out the window and see his house in my workshops, a guy across the street, and a woman in Australia, and that's the wonderful thing that we're able to do when we decide to do stuff. Robert Morgan is saying Kurt Cobain, maybe. You know what? I'm going to put him. I'll put him on the maybe list. We have a maybe list. So Kurt Cobain, um, his music and his stage persona was uh, unique and defining um, I'm not going to argue far against them. We'll see where people go with it. Okay. Uh, Abhinav Goyal is saying club zoom. I don't know if we can trademark that cause of zoom. All right. But tomorrow night, you guys, tomorrow night, I got a great show and I want you to buy a ticket for it. Please buy a ticket for it. I'm, it's not for me to make a lot of money. Okay. We just cover costs with these particular shows on Sunday nights. This is not a friends. We just cover comp, but it really, the money goes to the comics and the money goes to food banks. Okay. Uh, and, uh, not tomorrow, but next Sunday. Next Sunday, I got a treat for you. Tony Visick pre- presents Sunday Night's Funnier. Jonathan Gregory, and if you've anybody in Phoenix knows who Jonathan Gregory is, you all know who Jonathan Gregory is. You've seen him, stunning, funny performer, dark, edgy, silly, goofy, scary. Jonathan Gregory. All right, uh, an alum of all, uh, all that we do. Uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. And we're calling it, you know, Now Actually From His Basement, Jonathan Gregory. You're going to want to buy tickets for those shows as soon as I put them on sale. But before that, buy a ticket for tomorrow night's show, for the Mother's Day show. Wonderful, wonderful comic. Her first time headlining her own show, Diane Minor. Diane Minor will be headlining the show. Okay. uh, We got a mother to uh, headline the Mother's Day show along with... Manny, the soccer dad, and Mr. Marriage himself, Joe Gannon, with a special intro to Diane by her son, Travis. So that's going to be cool to see. That's tomorrow night. You ever thought about doing a workshop? And why not do a workshop? What are you doing? Let me ask you a question. What are you doing? Sitting around going, I'm bored. Oh, all I do is work all day. Yes, we're all working all day. All right, and then just let your mind veg. Take this time to do something new. Take this time to pick back up where you left off. I've got great workshops that'll teach you how to write, rehearse, and perform not only in front of live audiences, but on this. (laughs) Whereas I'm doing the big pitch, I stumble. Uh, Teach you how to be able to reach, break through the glass, and talk to your friends, your neighbors, your pals, make new friends, create new audiences through the wonderful world of social media, okay? All right, so check that out, comedyschools.com. I got workshops coming up. And we also got a great class clowns show coming up too. I got so much to tell you that when I tell it all to you, um... It becomes a big mishmash. Here's the takeaway tonight. Listen to Waylon Jennings. Listen to Super Tramp. That's the big takeaway. Buy a ticket to tomorrow night's show. Tony Visick presents Sunday Night's Funnier. You can get tickets by going to comedyschools.com. Comedyschools.com. They're on sale right there. I'll post a link on Facebook. Those are your takeaways. You be safe. You be sane. You help others. Okay and then we're all going to get through this together. i got to wrap it up. i got to wrap it up. Hello, Paul Whitney. You joined in late, but we're so glad to see you there. Hello, Angela. Uh, I'm back tomorrow at 2 p.m., 2 p.m., Sunday afternoon. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to my mom in heaven, okay? Uh, and a member of this, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what happens, one day we'll all be together in the great bye-and-bye. Bye. So for right now, bye-bye. I'm Tony Visick. You've been watching Living on a Thin Line on YouTube, on the Comedy Schools channel, listening on com, and watching right here on Facebook Live. Till tomorrow at two, bye-bye.